Hello, and welcome once again to What's the Damage, companion show to the incredibly well-known and popular real play D&D show, Roll for Damage, made up of 100% beef. We're back. We were on break for a week, but weep no more because we are back and ready to rumble, baby. Uh, and rumble we did. Ghosts, riddles, imperial favors. Oh my, The Shields of Twilight had a very exciting episode on Friday full of uh, twisty brain teasers and also dancing. A surprising amount of dancing. We'll be drilling the players in every minute detail of this today and then discussing something truly scandalous for a D&D show, games other than D&D. All of that right now. As always, stick around after the stream for links and resources. I'm your host, Truth Benson, and this is What's the Damage? Welcome back. Uh, you might notice uh, these are the same guests we had last time. Uh, it's because that's Laura's, it's Laura's birthday today. Happy birthday, Laura. Um, so she can't be here. Chad can't be here because Laura can't be here. Jay can't be here because he wasn't on the game and takes busy, I think. So what you're uh, saying is we're your only options and we're, yeah, we, are, we have no lies. Uh, us, yeah. we have no lies. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, pretty much. Okay, so welcome to Khalil, who plays Baltaim, our favorite warlock wizard, apparently I just found out. Um, and welcome to Jake, who plays the um, apparently very romantically entangled now, Oriana. We'll talk about that. What's the damage, guys? You met the emperor and had to solve some puzzles for some horny ghosts. Oh, gosh. You want to take this one first? No, no. Let the person who had, uh, had the the night of. Uh, oh gosh. Got, Oriana got hit on twice. Just saying. Uh, yeah. gotta, so popular. Yeah, so popular. Why don't you uh, Why don't you take this one? I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm playing the. Uh... I think we're finally understanding Oriana as a charisma player, as a charisma character. Well, I mean, I always imagine being a bard's about. I, I always imagined her being kind of demure, and then she gets thrown into these situations, and I'm like, mm, "Okay, okay, okay. How would she react? Okay." Um, no, the um, 
the half orc that she met the bar that was a nice experience for her she's not used to being treated like that um without going into too much of the backstory because i don't think dm wants mm-hmm. us to do that but uh, let's, just, let's, just, let's just say I, I've played her against type for a reason, and it was a nice experience for her uh, to just have a nice dance, have a nice conversation, and it just ends so with that. That was, that was a really good experience for her. And then we have Quinn. <laughs> I mean, possessed yeah, Quinn, yeah, to be Yeah, fair. possessed Quinn. But that was, that was interesting. That was fun. I that's didn't know all. how to play that. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Okay. <laughs> like any at any point, did not know how to play that, but it it was fun. Uh, I loved all of it. I loved all of it, but it's probably partially probably because small team didn't have to be possessed. So I was mm-hmm. in. I was enjoying all of, all of everything that was happening. I was like, yeah, okay, this is a <laughs> this is a good experience. I'm, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. <laughs> Yeah, fun times. Um, yeah, so you guys went clubbing, uh, just kind of like your sauna day, your bathhouse scene, um, the f- county fair episode. Was it nice to have some downtime, like in the middle of all the weird shit that's been happening to your characters? Um, yes. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but mm-hmm. there's been a trend with Baltaine. Every time we do something, Baltaim does something just fucking just random. Wow, he does something, he does, you know, something fun, he he feels like. Uh, I think we, uh, when we got finished with the, uh, uh, finding the person for, uh, for Lex, uh, mm-hmm. he did shrooms afterwards. Uh, like, we've, he's, there's been a, there's been a, a, a theme with him. Every time we do something, he feels that important or, um, or good. When we save that, uh, that, um, person from the uh Afriti. uh he did uh some sanguine dreams you know he's just a he's a he's a he's a very uh chaotic person yeah he, uh, he likes he to does, let loose sometimes yeah, you know does, you know he does some good does some good he's like things. i've earned this yeah, i've earned yeah. this so yeah he's, he's enjoyed it awesome yeah going clubbing with oriana was a unique experience i want to I want you to be a pretty, pretty princess so badly. I want a, little, so badly. a little noble girl whose only experience dancing was ballroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, say, oh, we're, we're going to go out dancing. Okay. Wait, why is everybody else dressing so dressed down? Like, I'm, I'm wearing my best. What's yeah. going on here? Oh, man. It was a funny bit of uh, culture clash. She did pick up swing, though, apparently pretty well. Okay. Uh, yes, please do not restart right now, computer. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, is she gonna look up that half orc later? Guys had a connection. Um, we'll see. If she's ever back this way, we'll see. But she's, mm-hmm. she's got a little. She's got something going on right now. You know, she you seems know, she, like a hopeless uh, romantic. Is that uh, the vibe I'm getting? Like. Like, she's that, waiting no, for her like, prince charming. Like, yeah, like yeah, she's like she's got like this. I feel like she has this like envision of like you know like the true like you know a lot of nobles get like the true love mm-hmm. the prince like I feel like she's like one of those people that like like she believes in love like really really hard and she's like Aww. like wanting that like that perfect story like is that am I getting that wrong vibe or no? Aww. He did read a lot of fairy tales. Okay. Growing up. Okay. 
Yeah. And then yeah. when she was older, probably a few romance novels. Uh, <clears throat> okay. uh, so she's got ideas. She, she's got ideas. She's not... It's not the forefront of her mind, but, mm-hmm. she, you know, if she comes back to Saraton, she, she'd look him up. Cute. Uh, do, do, do. Uh, yeah, so... We already talked about that, actually. Okay, so moving on from the club, as fun as it was, you guys got to meet the Emperor. Have, um, like, Ball and Ori been the presence of royalty before? I know Orion is a noble woman. Is visiting court, like, an everyday thing for her, or...? Not really. Uh, she's kind of like lower nobility. She's not mm-hmm. like, you know, living at the palace or anything like that. Um, it, yeah, it's been discussed on stream. She she was actually proposed to by uh, one of the leaders, one of the three leaders of um, uh, her homeland. And that was kind of one of the triggering events of uh, I need to leave now because I think my homeland is up to some suspicious things and I don't want to get stuck in this. And and then, you know, her her favorite goddess was like, yeah, no, that's bad. (laughs) That's bad. Get out. Get out. Um, I don't think she really... She understands nobility, I think, but for her, this wasn't like, oh, we're meeting the emperor of a country. That That's so amazing. No, Nobody ever gets to do this. It was more of just, this is something Quinn needs to do, mm-hmm. so let's get it done. Um, it, I, I guess it's not necessarily that she wasn't impressed, more of just, you know, a, people are people. Everyone's yeah. got, you know, their own their own story, their own life. It was interesting. Something she'll write about and tell stories about, but I don't I don't think it's like a super impactful moment for her. Yeah. Uh and definitely like uh Perry and Quinn kind of ran the show at the palace, like if they were there for them. Well, yeah. Was... Yeah. Oriana usually the face of the group either one of us baller or Ori, the face of the group uh kind of recognize that this isn't her her place to to speak for the group. this is uh, quinn's chance to Bing. speak for quinn and perry to some extent so they did what about ball team has he been to court before i mean ball team is clearly a, a prince of uh, Tanya, so oh, clearly. Uh, no, uh, 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 he's. I don't believe there are like nobles in uh, Agaria from where he's from. Uh, he's probably been around, you know, like walked or you know, probably talked. Maybe like people like come into a shop or something like that. Like like higher up, like you know, higher elite people, but mm-hmm. not like nobles or anything. Um, and if he has, probably been very short, very you know, succinct. Uh, and he's probably not even recognized that like, they had some sort of station or you know power. He's a um, he's kind of a straight shooter, so it's kind of it, even if he probably had it, probably wouldn't have mattered to him. Um, yeah. And I think that's probably why he took the back seat. Uh, one because he's like, well, I you know I understand like he understands like oh he's a, a some sort of king or ruler. I understand that. Um, and he's like, well, if Oriana's not saying anything, the person I 
I, you know, she's told us, you know, her station before she would think she would be more, you know, uh, able to communicate with these people. Um, and if she's kind of like taking the back seat to let Quinn and Perry kind of discuss their thing, he's kind of like, yeah, I, I, I mean, she, if, when, if she doesn't step in, I sure for sure won't step in because, you know, that's not, not really his place, he feels. Makes sense. So um, when your characters heard that you guys were going to be put through a trial in order to earn this little drop of water, what did you guys think the trial was going to entail? Like dungeon crawl, fighting I, stuff. I, I thought you were going to fight ghosts. Yeah, I, I 100% expected uh, like dungeon crawl to like get like, I was thinking like Temple of Doom, like when you said the Emperor's mm. Vault, that sounded like, like Temple of Doom. <laughs> Oh, there's gonna be like some crazy like Indiana Jones shit. We're gonna have to like like go through the like the emperor's like personal trials that he sends like mm-hmm. like Luxa Turner or something like that. Like sends them through, and like you come out like a like you know a different person. That's what totally what I was expecting. Uh, same. I was thinking Raiders though. I was thinking the opening of Raiders where he's going through the the temple, all the traps and everything. And then I thought, okay, that would be, like, the very end or something. And then there would be, like, bits of combat along the way or something like that. I was expecting full-on dungeon crawl. Um, Either that or something similar to what we ended up happening, which was essentially just a big old fake-out of, no, there's really nothing. You just have to sit amongst the dead people, and we're going to watch you and see what you do. You know? like a test of character if you will like what do you do if you're left alone in this vault full of dead people do you loot the body steal some bones you know like that's what ori that's what i thought at least i thought it was either going to be what this big fake out thing of a test of character of Mm -hmm. okay you're you're alone in a vault we're watching you but we Mm -hmm. you don't know that you know what do you do and that's why oriana just started kind of walking around playing music thinking well, maybe, 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 maybe they just want to see what we would do. I guess they did. Um, cool beans. So, you may have a Quinn. <laughs> Let's talk about. <laughs> Let's, Let's talk about that. Uh, How's Oriana feeling about that? Question: Is Quinn your your initial your initial uh? Answer, answer truth question, but second follow-up mm-hmm. question. Do you believe in your fantasy brain that Quinn was a good kisser? Was it good? Um, so, first things first, I'm not sure how Oriana's going to process that, actually. Um, that may have been her first kiss, but she wasn't the she wasn't oh, the, the one. Presses. you were here first. But she wasn't the one who got it. So I think it counts though. We're no. counting that one. It was her mouth. We're counting that one. It was yeah. her mouth, but she was not in control. Like DM even explained, it's sort of like an out of body experience. Like you see yourself, but you have no control over yourself. Um, so I'm not entirely sure how Oriana's going to process that. Um, but she immediately kind of kind of became more fascinated when she realized it was somebody controlling her, and uh-huh. it wasn't sinister. It wasn't you know they were yeah. skipping around you know enjoying themselves. She immediately kind of recognized well, this isn't like a bad 
entity. This isn't something evil. What is this? And she started trying to talk to it. And when she mm-hmm. learned it was, you know, that, that the person, the soul or spirit was called Ferris, she wanted to understand more about it. About them. Second Answer question. to this question. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be nice. You we don't have we won't to tell be chat. nice. We, don't, we won't tell chat. So fun fact, I was halfway considering having Oriana as soon as like everything kind of calmed down, they're walking away from the temple, just being like, Finn, you're such a good kisser. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. I need to figure out how Oriana feels about it first because she might not count it. It's a cop-out answer, but okay, we'll take it. Yeah, it's kind of a cop-out, um, but, you know, you do you, Jake. Yeah. I don't know, like, I watching it, I thought, personally, I thought it was, like, a little bit more sinister than Oriana is taking it, because low-key trigger warning, that's sexual assault. If yeah. you control somebody, well, like, to kiss somebody else. Yes, I, I see that, and I can understand it, and Oriana probably would have been freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. If that's just like the first thing that Ferris did was she, you know, takes her body and goes over to Quinn uh-huh. and starts making yeah. out with everybody. But she could see what, w- well, she, she didn't know, but she could see sort of what was going on. Mm-hmm. These were two separate spirits who loved each other and Don't care regained, about regained corporeal form. And she kind of liked that Ferris kind of slapped him when he, he tried to get a little handsy. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't think she was thinking that, but when I say it's not sinister, Oriana didn't think, oh, this person's trying to steal my body forever. It, she mm-hmm. kind of realized, oh, they're just having fun. If This is like a playful spirit. For pranks. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't seem to want to harm you, is the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I got harmed a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> Bosh. Those uh, those shocky orbs. Oh, I right. didn't like those. I, didn't... <laughs> I, I mean, like those. Fucking for personally attacked. <laughs> from, from <laughs> literally no one else besides the other the other part. Yeah, of the you couple. got. <laughs> you had what three spirits try to try to grab you? Yeah, that yeah. Everyone was trying to get part of the the blue train, but. Wasn't having that. Just, just like nah. Yeah. So Baltame is the impression of guys. He's kind of anti undead. He's not into all that. How do you feel like being around all these ghosts? You kind of had to be nice to. Oh, that's gonna be a a hard question to kind of. And these ghosts that the emperor is apparently keeping around for funsies. Yeah. Because you can't really like, oh yeah, uh, you gotta get rid of all these dead shits. By the way, <laughs> like that's just not so you cool know. <laughs> Some notes. Um, um, I don't, I, I don't think him personally, I don't think he had a problem with like, you know, with any of the spirits he met at all. It seemed like, like he understood, like he understands like having fun. He seems like, oh, you guys are like, clearly you weren't trying to like hurt us. It seemed like mm-hmm. you were just trying to have fun. I think he thinks, um, you know, like undead that are evil, that are, you know, or, or like he, he pities things that are like undead that just aren't, you know, have no mind mm-hmm. of their own. They just are are husk and like they can't return to where they need to you know to their, their life their life that they you know move on 
and he like thinks that undead are are that are intelligent enough to do evil is like that's also a bad thing too just like normal people if you can if you do evil it's like well i'm not cool if you just like blowing shit up my guy you know um, don't do that but i don't know how the you know the raven queen would necessarily feel about ghosts like that i don't know if that's a mm-hmm. that's a, a gray area for her or not i don't he was kind of like oh, okay I mean, I guess, like, they're not hurting anything, it seems like, so I don't know if she's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, you need to go back in there and just fucking wipe all the motherfuckers out. That might be a hard sell to sell to the to Empress uh, Seraph. Maybe, so, maybe. <laughs> you both got hey. stuff to ponder as yeah. you move forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fun times. Okay, so puzzles, puzzles, and I think this is how you know Serenity isn't feeding me spoilers because I would have pushed puzzles leak to this week if I knew what was going to happen. If I knew how relevant it was going to be. Anyway, so tell me how um, you as players felt when you realized that this was going to be like a mixed bag of brain teasers um, rather than a, a combat. I was excited. I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I like puzzles. Um, I just. I went to literally the ones that was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, man. <laughs> uh, like the two. The two that I went to were the ones where I was like, like I was like, eh, it could be like you know neither or both. I could see either being the right answer. And I was like, I'm gonna let someone else handle this. And I went to the one with the the imps, which uh, me and Chad just completely didn't understand like the the mm-hmm. concept of the puzzle at all. And so I'm like, I'm thinking of like. A good answer like for like the good like hour of what we're doing. I'm like thinking of like, what the fuck am I ask these imps to make one of them tell the truth, but the other one not lie? And then like I just got in this like sick sick little motion of like, no, that's not gonna work. Yeah. And then I'm like, uh, and like this whole time like I'm looking at like Laura doing her puzzle. I'm like, oh, that's how you would do that. And I'm just like I'm I can't like go where I'm like, oh, that's how you would do this. So I'm like focusing on this like puzzle yeah. over here, and then the uh, the. Uh, the uh the one that Seneca did with the like the, the beggar I was like oh I, I think I understood that a little bit and I was like mm-hmm. I'm on this fucking imp puzzle I'm just like ah I picked the two worst ones for me just like to try to start to like think it out because it's like really it's really like internally thinking about it yeah I think with um with those one always tells the truth one always lies type puzzles you're supposed to ask them what would the other one say right yeah, in order to like, and then you do the opposite of whatever the other one says. Yeah, and that's why I was, I was getting there. I was like, but if I ask the one that lies, he would lie and say, oh, he would, you know, he's the liar. And I'm like, well, and then if I, I thought, I thought I was going to get two answers too. That's all. I thought, I thought yeah, I, I actually also answers. thought you were going to get two questions. So but. I was like, well, then, and then the one that told the truth is like, oh, no, he lies. And now to be at the same point where they're just pointing the things at mm-hmm. each other. So I was like, oh, that's fucked. Well, <laughs> and so I was like, and so it's just like, yeah, let's just flip a coin. Mm-hmm. He didn't die. It worked yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got five out of six. I'll count five. We we got the one one of the one of the, the, the puzzle the word one right, but it just took too long. I was interested to see that they were all puzzles. I thought for sure it was gonna be a few different things, mm-hmm. not necessarily all puzzles, like you know, one might be a skill challenge, one might be a riddle or something, and then the other is just kind of like a logic puzzle. Um, so the fact that they were all puzzles was kind of was kind of interesting and a, an interesting take, and I can see why 
she had been telling us in in our group message that she had been putting a lot of time and effort into it because boy boy those must have taken forever to make yeah um i am still a little salty and tilted about my first puzzle because i could have sworn i asked the statue poured into the cup then poured into the basin but i must have like just skipped a step and with my mouth um but i'm glad that we solved it at least yeah um and then i immediately went over to the riddle puzzle and i had heard one very similar to that at one point and i was like oh so i need to just think about it real quick okay it's this and uh getting that one kind of kind of uh boosted her confidence after not getting the free riddle (laughs) after i mean sometimes that's what happens you'll get stuck on like one little bit of puzzle because you forgot something it's always super frustrating yeah uh and then the the sort of uh I, I don't know if you call it a logic puzzle necessarily, but the the law puzzle yeah. of what is lawful um, kind of took her a while to think about because... I actually forget what the answer was to that. What did you guys say? It was the answer neither. was none because there wasn't enough evidence to convict either or. No. Yeah. The, the boy didn't said... have an alibi, but he yeah. had been mistreated. Yeah. The father was abusive, but had an alibi. So there wasn't really evidence to convict. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's funny though, I because uh, all the characters I play are so chaotic, so I think any one of them would have been like, kill the father, fuck nobles. I don't care if he's guilty or not. Yeah. He's the rich. <laughs> he's the rich. Um, yeah. yeah, Ori, I, Oriana was probably leaning towards the father and arguing that his friend could have lied, mm-hmm. but she realized that with the first puzzle, she realized we're given everything we need. There's there's nothing that needs to be assumed or outside influence for yeah. these puzzles. Aside from Sinric giving the items for his items, puzzle, yeah. but that but was a very specific, have, yeah. you know, give like this, <laughs> give him this, give him, you know. Um, so she uh, had, she worked under the assumption we've been given everything. So if there's questions that you would have, then obviously there's not enough to say who is guilty. Mm-hmm. And that was her final reasoning for ne- or neither. Though I, I don't remember who actually said it, though. I think... I said it. You, I think you said yeah. it, yeah. Um, I was... See, when I had been there, I, and I, I remember asking Serenity, like, what, what did he look like? And, you know, he, like, describing what he looked like. And I was, I was trying to... I knew it was... It, I knew... Like I personally knew it was gonna not the answer was not gonna be either one. I just mm-hmm. didn't know if I wanted to say both or neither. And I was trying to figure out yeah, I was trying to figure out how to like, you know, mentally understand like how could it be both? And then I was like, uh and so I was like, I'm gonna leave because it didn't make sense why it'd be both, which you know, the answer was neither. So then I was and then when he had said uh when uh Oriana had said neither, I was like, Yeah, that's probably it actually. I was like, Yeah, I'll say it. Like, you know, I like and I was like, I feel comfortable, like, yeah, if that's what we wanna go with this, I'll say it. Yeah. Cause, like, or- Oriana was the same. She wasn't confident enough to speak for the group on that one, mm-hmm. but she kind of had a feeling that it was yeah. the answer. Neat. Uh, so overall, do you guys think you did well? I think you did pretty good. Yeah. 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 I mean, we got four, four out, out of six. Five, four out of six rewards, and technically rewards, five out of six but, puzzles. Yeah, five right. out of six puzzles, mm-hmm. right? Um, I f- I felt really bad for Laura because nobody went over to her puzzle. Yeah. 
to help yeah. her out. So even though we were all looking at it and like had our own ideas in character, we couldn't say anything. Yeah. Um, so I felt really bad. I think I, I, I feel like I should have gone over to help her. But there was a, there was a puzzle nobody had gone to. So I was like, yeah. well, what's this puzzle before we, you know, send more people to one that we've already I mean, tried. We were also like down a person. So, I, you know, we would have like another person probably on someone else and then had it someone go somewhere like i mean down, like physical Shabby brain. Would have been fine. i know but like, good, like, good, like the care the player's brain were actually just down like a, a brain we, still. we were down a brain but i think we were up in terms of ability to get uh, I mean, yeah because uh, yeah. for sure dobby would have said kill them both <laughs> uh, good times good times kill them both um, you make sure you get the bad guy <laughs> you could make an argument Anyway, um, so you guys excited for your cool new items? Yeah. I'm oh my gosh, to... I want her to tell us what it is so bad. <laughs> I don't want to wait for Friday. Don't yeah. Have to oh, wait. If it's not nighttime, or if it's not quite daytime yet, Oriana is just gonna take her pearl, cast identify four times, <laughs> and see what everything is. Though I like how we, we argued outside of character who should get that rapier and we landed on Sinric. Yeah. On the sole premise of until he gets a better lance type weapon. And what happens? We get a lance yeah. type weapon. <laughs> yeah. That like that whole break we're like Or pull arm weapon. All right, we should give the the rapier to like Ori. Like, wait, no, no, I give it to give it to Sinric. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, yeah, until he gets something better, like, you know, a better like Calbert or you know, pole arm yeah. something. Like, just, Isn't Sinric like a pretty strong character though? Yeah. He is. Using a strength-based weapon? Well, the rapier is both. Uh, yeah, finesse. Both. You can use strength or dex. So. Yeah, but like finesse weapons are really only valuable for dex characters, I feel like. It's, um, it, it we realized his, his... I think we actually sat down and did the math with his basic halberd. And mm -hmm. it turned out to be like either 2 to 9 damage for the rapier or 1 to... 10 damage with the halberd was like yeah. the difference at the end of the day yeah or I, I forget the exact numbers but um he's he was basically sacrificing one maximum damage for greater consistent damage with the yeah. rapier and so we were like, magical and then all that's yeah yeah magic okay um and now we're going to move on to our topic for the day which is nine D D tabletop systems Yay, we're going to talk about something other than D&D. Are you excited? Uh, kind of am, actually, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so to start us off, what are some, like, non-D&D TTRPGs you've played? Uh, I think one of the only other non-D&D games I've played is Fate Core, mm -hmm. um, which I actually really enjoy. Uh, it, it's one of those games that's great for, like, a pickup game of something because it's you know you take like 30 minutes to set it up and then you're ready to go you don't have to like you know take the hour to make your character in D, &D you know and you know more than that if it's like a high level game or something you just kind of sit down decide what you want to do pick your stats go i think i play like an hour and a half of like call of cthulhu maybe <laughs> and i i played like a game of pathfinder mm -hmm. Um, so like out of all the systems you've played that are in D&D, &D, which one do you favor, would you say? If you had to pick another system. 
Pathfinder. Hmm. Um, I've always heard that Pathfinder was very. It's very uh, very well. I have friends who swear by Pathfinder. They yeah. just refuse to ever play D and D. Yeah. Um, but I've never played it myself. <laughs> that being said, what I've heard is that it's. I guess the combat's a little more complicated and harder to run, but Every, in terms that's, of like non-combat, it's a lot smoother. What I would say about Pathfinder from the bit I've played of it, it's all in general, it's a bit more complicated. Like there's more options. Mm-hmm. There's more like customizing and uh, Yeah, that's the other thing I changing and like you know morphing talent like you can be like you can like like literally like you know how in D D there can be like multiples of the same class and they won't be they won't be the same, but the core, you know, all cleric party, they're gonna have healing. Like base, everyone will have some healing. They might be different. Mm-hmm. Like one might be you no know, more damage or you know, support, but they'll all have some healing or you know, they'll all do like damage. They'll you know, but like in Pathfinder, literally all you could be all the same class and you might be very drastically different, like super different. That seems like, real weird to me. Yeah, yeah actually, like, this is gonna be one of the later on questions. Khalil, since you played Pathfinder, can you explain to me the functional difference between the two systems? I mean, it's it's very it's very similar. So, like, if you play D anD D and you play Pathfinder, you you understand how like the, like the dice system. I'm pretty sure is kind of the mm-hmm. same. Um, this like a scores and all that. It's kind of the same. It's just that there's more um, there's more customizing of like your character, like like you know like background, like you know class. Like there's like there's like several like different archetypes in your like your class your classes to change and then even further down that class line like you might be like a gunslinger let's say even mm-hmm. further down that gunslinger class line you'll have like different changes like different branching it's like an mmo i feel like it's like oh so there's like, like branching um, like warping ability that you can like kind of choose between whichever like class oh, what do you call that when you have like a tree a skill tree so yeah it's like, like a, a skill tree. tree yeah okay yeah and that's like, what oh, yeah. go ahead sorry Sorry. Oh, I was saying like that's like it's it's kind of like you have like different skill trees down like each path you go, and so like you could be like two gunslingers, one could just be like super like like super different from the other, like could be like dual dual wielding like like gun wielder and like a, a rifle gun like like you know rifle mechanic artificer type of gun, mm-hmm. like gun gunslinger and like two different like play styles and fields, <laughs> which is so it's like it's it's. It's uh, it's interesting. I think that's I think that's what D and D five E is trying to do, especially with the new like their new books that like uh, Xanathar has mm-hmm. kind of did that a lot, um, kind of making so you don't feel like you're all like every class is this, or every yeah. They add like a lot of new archetypes. Yeah, and love on Arcana stuff is pretty cool. But I feel like D and D is probably just it's it's easier to grasp because there's not a lot of stuff moving. I feel yeah. Like. The rules are a lot simpler yeah yeah that that's kind of what i've heard too is that you play D if you want to sit down and not have to like you know do 10 hours of homework to make your character <laughs> um but you play pathfinder if you literally want to be anything in in the game you know just the 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 imagination is the limit yeah so there's greater uh so it's more complicated but there's also greater flexibility right cool okay interesting um yeah so comparing 5e to other systems you've played do you think 5e has 
like any advantages over other systems? Is it just, it's mostly brand recognition and like history or something think, special about it? I think what I, uh, the, um, the simplicity, I think that, that is probably the, the best thing though for 5e. Um, Cause even, even five, from five different editions from uh, D&D, like 4e, I, cause I believe 4e is basically what Pathfinder is now. Like it's a, like or mm. 3.5e or that's what it is. Uh, 3.5e is basically what Pathfinder is now. It's just like they like they changed a little bit of 3.5e and like made it a little bit more, you know, complex. All the homebrewing. Yeah, uh, for Pathfinder, but like even different, uh, you know, from even from different editions from D&D, I think 5e has probably been like the most <coughs> easily accessible. Like you don't have to like know all the rules or, you know, you just, it's very simple. Like, oh, I want to lift this thing that, you know, you would think, oh yeah, you need strength to like lift this roll of strength check. It's very like, simple like terms and like understanding of like this is logical what this would be and even if it's like oh i don't know how that would work you could just kind of like just like okay well you can do like in the rule you know dm but uh, the dmg is like oh you can like you know have even if it doesn't call for a check you just have whatever check you feel like is needed and most of the abilities feel like they make sense of you know what to like if you want to look out for something perception like it makes sense of what the abilities are and what D and D and D five E is. So that's why I feel the simplicity is easier to grasp and understand. There's a few reasons I, I, I like D and D five E the most out of every system I've used, um, even including three point five. I mean, I have friends who only ever play three point five because yeah. of all the different things that are homebrewed into it now. Um, but I like five E number one because, like, like you were saying. It's super streamlined. It's, you know, you want to be this class, this race, here's what you get. The other part of that is that I like how it's structured for character growth, not just in terms of role-playing and storytelling, but also in terms of what the character is able to do. Um, Like Fate Core, I I love Fate Core because it it is the ultimate, you know, get the rules out of the way, let's play the game version of tabletop gaming i've seen and played but there's not really like a you get stronger over time it's it's a very good for one shot but not a good for a campaign setting it just doesn't feel like you get stronger and that's what i like about D. it's balanced that way so that you can feel how much stronger your character is over time mm-hmm. um yeah yeah. Um, yeah, I've played a few different systems myself. I've played Vampire, um, both Requiem and Masquerades, the old one. Masquerades, the old one. Don't like them, but I have played <laughs> quite a bit of them. Eternal grudge. Um, I've played Fades. I've played Hero System. Um, I'm probably forgetting a couple that I've played. I've experimented like with a lot of one-shots um, in different systems. I think I actually came to 5e pretty late in my RPG career. Um, I've only been playing for, I think, four years, I want to say. Um, and I've been like role playing for quite a bit before then. But one thing that I do like about it, and one thing that makes, I think, 5e really fun to run as a DM is that it's very easy to improvise within the rules. Like if, what Khalil was saying, like if a character wants to do something, you can use your knowledge of the rules to just make up a check for them to do that. You can 
be like, okay, well, this is kind of similar to sleight of hand. So do a sleight of hand check or do just a dex check or an intelligence roll, or even just make a luck check, like roll a D20. We'll see whether you fuck up. Um, so I think that's really fun because it makes sort of like the improvisational collaborative storytelling of D&D possible, which I enjoy. Um, and as a player, I like that I can make a new character in like half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So now are there any things about 5e that you don't like and think other systems do better? Um, I, 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 I like, like, you know, the simplicity is good, but sometimes there, yeah, that is a problem too. I understand the people that like, you know, those other systems because you sometimes you can't make a character how you want to make it. Like you, mm -hmm. you have to make your character a sort of a, like a stereotype-ish, like even if it's not completely at all, but you have to be, you have to follow a niche. Like mm -hmm. a rogue is gonna most likely be good at sneaking, good at, like you can't really skirt that line. Like like there's some strength rows, you know, you might have like, you know, a few strength rows out there, you know, arcane, uh, Arcane Trickster, you have a little bit like Intel, but most times you're a Dex, like Rogue type of thing in there. Like sometimes it's, you know, maybe you want to be like the the like bumbling, you know, barbarian or something like that, that now has, you know, joined uh, a Thieves Guild and you want to be able, like he's transitioning from fighting, you know, fisticuffs and trying to become, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 a cat burglar now. And like, mm -hmm. and those other systems, you kind of, make that possible and kind of keep like uh that backstory if like you have that backstory like kind of that backstory involved into your your whatever like class you're trying to do into this but in 5e you kind of can't you can there's a there's there's a good good amount of customization I, i'm excited to see what this new uh, tasha's book is going to be because it sounds like they're trying to do a little bit of of that more to like let it be like be like hey this like you know your race which you know you can have you know different races be different types of you know type of specializations and I, i'm kind of i'm interested to see what that's going to be i feel like sometimes you get put in a box because sometimes you don't you're if you don't in that box you're not either underwhelming or you don't fit your role as good as someone mm -hmm. else that is made for that role uh, at the same level so it's kind of like that that's where i'm like eh, maybe a little bit more customization but i understand with the system it is because it's simplistic you have to have defined or more defined roles because it's like this is what this does this is what this class does what this class does i mean I, I agree with you there the 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 fact that there's not really a lot of options outside of what class you want to pick in terms of what you can do is a little bit limiting the arcane or, or the unearthed arcana stuff that was out there for a while of like the different uh, features you could take for different races in the different classes. If that ends up in Tasha, I think we, I, I think you're right. I, I think we'll see that sort of style in yeah. 5e where it doesn't matter if you want to be a ranger, you can still be a roguelike or you, you know, if you want to be a rogue, but you want to be a strength rogue, or if you want to be um, a barbarian who's Dexy <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, that would be very interesting to see. Um, again, I, I kind of don't penalize 5e for that, though. No, it's not, yeah. Because if you want to be, like, a strength-based rogue, you can certainly do that. 
you can spec into levels of rogue without having to, you know, double down on all of the rogue abilities and instead take some levels of like fighter right. and be more of like an enforcer. So the multi-classing kind of makes up for it. Yeah. And I, I think it, it depends on like your play style. If, if you're very much like a min-maxer, D&D is not going to be great for you in terms of creating the story you want and the character that's awesome at everything they do um but with maybe with tasha's maybe with the new book we'll see that and and going off what you're saying um like yeah that's that that's that's kind of i think the the biggest gripe i've heard uh from other people that play like pathfinder like 3.5e and stuff like that uh like like you know multiclassing like you in all multi-classes you lose something you know it no matter you know even one level dips you know and and that is like a way in 5e system to like get that story of like how weird you want your character to be um i just think you know pathfinder probably does a little bit better where it's like it's implemented into that class and it has so many branches and so many like sub branches that well you can just naturally do that and follow and not lose necessarily anything but i don't think it's necessarily bad I, because i again you you know everyone can't be demigods you know yeah you know and they're you know everyone has to be you know bad at something you know you can't just be great at everything but i do think um maybe i think i'm hoping on uh, it looks pretty you know good uh with tasha's you know there is a little bit more more of that like broom like still like still like a still a glass ceiling but you know if you're heat we you know a little bit more closer to the ceiling than you know to the floor i'm hoping yeah yeah and, and i will say this before xanathars and the the different like subclasses that came out uh and have come out since D D de definitely felt very like well there's really only one subclass that's good right. yeah at yeah. what it does i agree like you know the ranger the the animal companion ranger used to be the most ranger useless was absolutely awful before xanathars yeah so. now now ranger is actually kind of good yeah um, Horizon Walker is pretty decent. Horizon um, Walker is really good. Bloomstalker is, is uh, Monster Hunter. Bloomstalker is Monster Slayer. great if you can play it well. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I, I like the new ranger classes. Um, and even like some of the monks, like they they managed yeah. to make monks ranged. Yeah. Um, so they're uh, they're definitely going to that that more that more personal customizable direction, which I'm, I'm I like. You know, I think everyone has enjoyed uh, Xanthar's, and I I'm, I think I'm mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we're going to see more of that in Dodges. Yeah, I think some of the, like Xanathar uh, and the Unearthed Arcana and probably Tasha has added a lot of flexibility to classes. <clears throat> like you were saying, playing um, like a strength rogue, but like I got in Serenity's um, Monday game, which we're taking a break from, um, I got to play a Dex fighter, which was, who was functionally a ranger and it worked really well right. for a while. Um, yeah, so I think it definitely gives you that flexibility. And also like with, on the top, topic of um like wanting to be good at anything I feel everything I feel like an important part of D&D &D is being bad at some stuff yeah. because like failing really drives the story forward sometimes yeah. so like you need the characters to occasionally fail like you need that in that one at the clutch moment just to absolutely ruin everything that's part of the experience <laughs> going back to that sort of strength uh rogue archetype too I mean, the idea there is solid. Like, if you want to be a strength-based rogue, you can still do it. Yes, yeah. you won't feel as strong as other rogues who go to the 20 decks, 
but at the same time there needs to be a trade-off for you specking yeah. into what you're not supposed to be doing yeah and yeah dnd could clean that up so that it's not about well you're not supposed to play like this but at the same time a big beefy rogue is also not going to be the sneaky 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 right you can be beefy and sneaky i don't know um we'll see we'll see what new rogue archetypes come with the new books I'm sorry, I keep coughing. It's really smoky. It's like getting in through the windows. <coughs> uh, gotta love the fires. Um, yeah. So, which um, which system do you think has the least painful combat mechanics? Honestly, I'd still say D and D. Um, painful, like painful. I mean, like like the least the painful. Right? The least painful. Like you okay. get the least annoyed with them. They don't drag as much. Like because a lot of people don't like combat in D and D. I know because it can go on for a while. Yeah, it can go on for a while, but I. It's also very simple. I don't have any experience with Pathfinder, so maybe maybe answer this no, better. But no. oh. um, I imagine crazy. the different kinds of things you can yeah. do just makes combat all the more annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's more, um, more complex. Fate has a very hit or miss quality to it. Mm -hmm. I've I've come to realize where you know it's not necessarily that it's slow and you trudge through it. But it's also a lot more punishing. There's not like a hit point mechanic. It's what kind of wounds are you willing to take? And, you know, how are you willing to spend time to either recover for them? Or what traumatic thing are you willing to have happen that you don't actually take the damage? Like, oh, I lost, a, I lost an arm, but, you know, I still have my HP or whatever. You know, it, it's, it's a weirder version of it. And it doesn't seem... Uh, I'm forgetting the word. Um, it doesn't seem like it makes sense to it. Um, it's not conducive, I think is the word. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of, like, I kind of agree. I enjoyed fate combat a lot less than I thought it would because, like, when you read on paper, it seems really cool. You're like, okay, this is a more realistic combat. Like, you get real injuries that give you, like, actual... Um, Give you actual deficits while you're in battle because like honestly like combat in D, D is super unrealistic like if you're a one hit point you should be on the ground spitting up blood you should not be able to fight um but with fate it does it doesn't work quite the way it should i'm not sure if that's just because it's hard to run um ew. my thoughts <laughs> i mean with D&D, &D, the whole, oh, you're on one HP and you're still standing, you're still fighting at your best, technically. Mm -hmm. There are optional rules you can implement with that kind of stuff. Yeah, and if you're but you don't, want it. you don't want it, though. But uh, honestly, the reason I like D&D combat is because it's not realistic. Mm -hmm. Like, the Barbarian, as just a class idea, like, should not be as strong as it is. <laughs> It's a guy running around with no armor who just takes hits and goes oh. <laughs> and like flicks you into oblivion. Um, and I love that. I love yeah. that sort of aesthetic to it. Um, I, I agree. Like if there was more punishment for taking massive damage, it would probably feel a little bit more realistic. But at the same time, 
this is also a place where people can get max healed within seconds um, if they do the right thing. And I mean, if you take an hour breather and eat some snacks, you're back. To, you could be back to full. <laughs> yeah, have, have um, a cookie. You'll be great. You know, so it, it's it's fine to me that it's not realistic. The mm-hmm. only complaint I have about 5e combat is that in mass combat, which at certain levels, it's just going to have to be mass combat once you get up into the higher levels having a single enemy that, that you know a party of 20 level 20s fight unless you it's can fight like yeah you can fight like demigods you can fight a kraken you can fight a lot of things i feel like it, it can happen but i i think vox i i think critical role kind of proved that even then it can still be hours and hours of combat yeah. mm-hmm. but there's really not a way to to address that without just cutting out yeah. a lot of what makes the combat fun, which is feeling that sense of accomplishment. Gotta slog through it. I mean, combat can be fun too, because honestly, like there can be some really interesting role play that happens during combat. Oh, definitely. And definitely. yeah, like story happens while the mechanics are happening as well. Yeah. yeah. The only time I feel like combat is truly boring is if it's just. I rolled a 20, uh, okay. I hit 14 Okay, damage. you do that damage. Like, I've, I've had DMs that do that kind of combat before, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's... So we're just playing the computer game, and the computer like, game's chugging out numbers, okay. Yeah, like, you get on your phone, you're like, okay, I just wait for my turn. Like, I love how... I low numbers, guys. I want to see how many numbers are coming off the boss. I love how Serenity runs combat, because it's never just this bland... You know, okay, you did that much damage. She goes into detail of like what happens to the creature after it takes the hit, mm-hmm. or you know, the the um, how would you like to finish this? Uh, moments are always nice. Like exactly. those are marks of a good and uh, very uh, experienced DM. You know, it, it's very much how you make the combat feel worth it because it can feel like a slog, but boy, when you get to chop the head of that dragon off, mm-hmm. rip out its tongue, and then shove it, you know, it, it, that's just, like, the moment of combat that it's, like, that's what the hour-long combat was for in that moment. Yeah. Like, ah, this is D&D. <laughs> Gonna wear this dragon skull on my head. <laughs> I rip out its fang and stab it in the eye. <laughs> yeah, you guys cool, do cool shit sometimes. It's fun. Um, okay, we got carried away. Uh, a bunch of other questions. Um, so... Have you guys played editions um, previous to 5e? Can you tell me how they compare? Oh, gosh. I played second edition, like, at the end of high school, early college with my friends. That was hard. That was just the hardest thing I've ever played. Because at early levels, you just can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I played a ranger, and, like, my chance to hit was so bad but if i hit i could basically one shot like anything that wasn't a boss mm-hmm. huh. um i'm a i'm a youngin i'm like a youngin i'm knees. so <laughs> how old uh, are you? i'm uh 23 uh and uh so 10 more days uh, ah you're a whole three years younger than me <laughs> yeah so um, uh, small child uh, I, I've 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 looked at the uh, like old like Ravenloft books mm-hmm. and like the old like two 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 I think they call it A D and D back then or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Yeah. So I've looked at them and I I think I've 
play like a little bit of like I play like maybe like an hour and maybe of 3.5 because I was trying to learn how to play Pathfinder. Um, so I played a little bit of like or like in red, um, a little bit of like the older editions. It just like it's just like oh man, <laughs> this is uh, oh, it's different. Uh, this is antiquated. It's a little uh, a little bit more difficult. I don't I don't know. It's, it's, I can understand why things got changed you know there's some mm-hmm. things that because like just like any and d is just like ruthless like just absolute ruthless like oh yeah no you were supposed to die in AD. you're just like well you just need to have like 17 backup characters because you're going to die it's not like mm-hmm. oh if you die eh. no just it's like, like everything hey, is when you die wars. what's your next character for the next uh campaign or for next you know hour to this this is uh mm-hmm. one shot because we're gonna go through about five of them in this five hour one shot so i mean how that was- it was common for stuff to just permanently reduce your your stats too. Yeah. Like I remember the first ever thing I played, I looked under a bed and there was a beetle and it sprayed acid on my face and it permanently reduced my charisma. What? And I'm just like, <laughs> well, okay. that sucks. But I think I think people, I mean, there's some there's people out there that are uh, 3.5 uh, stands. They uh, people still play 3.5 a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it has to be doing something well. Um, and um, from what I've heard, it's kind of like Pathfinder, so you know it. It seems like that's a that's a it's a like you know a more customizable edition. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I think um, eh, I, I like Five E probably out of the most of the uh, the editions. I stopped playing three point five for two reasons. One, I had players look up and make me uh, implement sex including pregnancy roles what yeah what are sex roles yeah. you, you don't want to know you don't want to know did you have just be like a performance check is it a performance check did you and kid no. have to roll for kids we it know. should be i had, they they had me roll for twins yes um and then the other thing was a guy joined that game and built a character who the entire class is basically just he has points and he uses the points to access any care, any class ability across anything. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm done. That seems I'm done. broken. That seems broken. He could rage, I mean, he could heal, he could do everything. Yeah. That's like, like multi-class wish or like low-level multi-class wish. Yeah. Crazy. Um, okay, so we have seconds left. Uh, what system should people definitely try that you would recommend? I would our pathfinder you know especially like you know especially if you don't like if you have those that that like feeling if you're very like imaginative and like you feel like dnd is too boxed in for you i would yeah try pathfinder try uh 3.5 you know because that that is one of the major draws is like if you feel like you want to be you know the the rogue prince that had been changed to a wizard for some reason turned to a frog wizard uh because he stole a princess and the king you know cursed him and that's what you wanted like, there's a frog he's yeah. a wizard so now you're like a frog wizard rogue type thing you uh-huh. know that's yeah try try uh try try pathfinder try try 3.5 um, if you want to be a frog yeah if you want to be a frog wizard rogue guy uh i i would say if you're interested in running one shots try fake core because mm-hmm. um, it's very very conducive to that Cool beans. My recommendation is don't try vampire. If you're currently playing vampire, stop. <laughs> Switch to a better system. Ugh. 
Um, yeah, and that's all our time for today. I'd alienate um, probably a decent amount of our fans here. That's okay. Um, so uh, we're back. We're going to be here again next week on Tuesday. Uh, tune in on Friday. Same for... two people. Same two people. Just, that's no, what the show is now. Just, definitely just different people. Dif- different Dick people the whole next time. time. Nope. It's got us for the rest of eternity. To change it to yeah. the Orion Balfame show. That's what we're No, you guys are great guests, as always. Um, yeah, uh, tune in on Friday for the next episode of World for Damage, where uh, Orion's going to get to talk about her feelings and stuff. Oh, yes, um, yes. As always, stay after the show for links and stuff. Check out our brand new store to buy shirts and cool things. Um, links up in our in our Twitch about, I think. Yeah, in our Twitch about. Should be there. Um, thank yeah. you for watching. We will see you next week. Stay cool. Peace. We love you.